Hi, welcome to our study of patterns found in God's Word. Today, all I want to look at is two verses coming out of the book of Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 12 and verse 13. Your shoots are an orchard of pomegranates with choice fruits, hena, nard, and plants, nard and saffron, calamus, cinnamon, with all the trees of frankincense, myrrh, and the aloes, along with the finest spices. What you find here in, in this chapter of Solomon, he's describing the the bride, which we see as the church, or the individual Christian. And he's describing her garden, who she is, and he specifically names nine plants. And it's those nine plants that I want to take a focus at on and look at their medicinal purposes. But first, I want to draw up the, the matrix and just simply drop these plants into the matrix in the order in which that he names them. And now let's take a quick look at what these plants do. Under the title of love, we have the pomegranate. The pomegranate, the super fruit of this day and age, is good for your heart and your blood vessels. It's a preventative medicine, lowering cholesterol and blood pressure, and a great supply of antioxidants. What this plant does is, is take care of the number one organ, our heart, that, which gets that blood flowing. When that blood flows, oxygen's getting to all the other vital organs in the rest of our body, extending our love. It eliminates negativity and, and increases positivity. That's what love's all about in our system. The more we trust in God's word, the stronger the love grows. Joy comes from obeying the word of God. Skin disorders is what henna takes care of. Jaundice, leprosy, smallpox. Leprosy uh, is found on the person's skin. The priest circles it, sends them outside of the camp. After a week, he comes back. If the leprosy's gone, He's full of joy, and he's very happy. Leprosy comes from eating unclean meats. When they would leave the camp, they would start praying, and they would start obeying God's word. If they came back in, they're healed. If they're not healed, they're not obeying God's word. Joy comes when you obey God's word. That's why we have henna right there. Peace comes from sharing God's word with other people. Nard takes care of nerve disorders. In World War II, the people that were going through the bombing in London, they were given nard to calm their spirits after the bombing, and it worked quite well. What we find here is when you share God's word, if, if all you do is go to church on Sunday and you're not sharing it, getting together with another brother or sister, you're not putting out there what you kind of are troubled by. You've got doubts. You've got fears. You need to talk those things through. And when you talk those things through, the doubts and the fears drop peace reigns in your life. You got to get together with other people. You got to eliminate that nerve disorder that you're struggling with in the body of Christ. <clears throat> Excuse me, patience, patience. Saffron is the plant. Saffron fights depression. Depression comes a lot of times when a person is unemployed and he just doesn't understand what the future is. Depression or patience comes when I trust the blessings of God. When I pray to God and I'm telling him my problems, when I tell him my fears of the future, God gives me patience to get through it. And it calms the spirit. And it's going to get me through the struggles in which I'm struggling with in this day and age. Kindness. Calamus is an aromatic stimulant that if people just smell it, it's just wonderful for them. And it's a mild tonic which provides general well-being and general health, good health. Kindness. When you do a good deed to somebody, a kind deed, it's always 
catchy, right? Another person, that person does that kind of deed, that person does that kind of deed, and it's contagious, infectious, and off it goes, which gives you, it's stimulating kind of deeds to the people that you're being kind to, and it's a tonic to you because it gives you that good feeling deep down inside of yourself when you know you've done a kind of deed to somebody. Goodness, cinnamon takes care of bowel pains and gas. It's an antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial, antimicrobial, it fights all of these things which create the pains with, within our stomachs. In Philemon 7, 12, and 20, those verses, the word that's used is bowels. The, King, the New King James and the New American Standard doesn't use the word bowels anymore. But what the commentators will say is bowels is, is when the author's using it, and the Greek word is, is the word spleen, is referring to pity and sympathy. When you're so concerned for somebody that your, your stomach's all up in knots, you've become a Christian, and, and you just want to share that truth with your brother, your sister of your, your family, or your mom and your dad, and you just don't know how to go about doing it. You just simply do it. You share the blessing. You tell them why you became a Christian, how you became a Christian, and when you share your conversion, the pain goes away. That's what goodness does for us. Faithfulness, frankincense, aromatherapy, induces the feeling of peace, relaxation, satisfaction. Because when I'm obeying the word of God all the time, not just when I'm around friends, but more importantly, when I'm by myself, when I'm being the faithful person, Anger, anxiety, stress is not a part of my life. Faithfulness gets rid of those things. Gentleness, myrrh is a tonic for pain. They tried to give Jesus myrrh when he was upon the cross. Gentleness comes from obeying the guidance of, of God's word. God's word says I need to point out sins in the lives of my brothers and my sisters. I need to tell people the truth. Well, if you do it the way the Bible says, with gentleness, power under control, you go to them one-on-one, -on -one, and with love in your heart, you say, I think I've seen this take place in your life, and I want to help you to get through this. When you're, when you're pouring out yourself to them with pure gentleness, they're going to accept that, and they're going to accept the correction, and it's going to save you an awful lot of pain. It's when you, when you tell somebody in front of some other people that you've seen them do this, or you've seen them do that, or they're being mean, or they're being cruel, you're going to reap the whirlwind from them because nobody likes to be embarrassed in front of other people. And who are you to tell me whatever? But when applying gentleness, I'm saving myself all kinds of pain. And find the last one is self-control, aloha, a stimulating purgative to people with sedentary habits and phlegmatic constitutions. It gets rid of the garbage that's inside of ourselves and it allows us to get up and get active, to put the, the, the selector down, Quit watching TV, pick up the cell phone, phone your brother, phone your sister, and just say, I've got some problems, I want to discuss these things with you, you know, and just get up off the couch and go do something. Get into a Bible study, go share something with somebody. That's self-control. Aloha gets people stimulated to accomplish things in their life. What we see here is nine herbs in the Old Testament, which line up totally perfectly with the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. If you've got these herbs, you're taking care of your physical life and you're able to share them with other people in, who's struggling with the same pains that you've been struggling with. But if you also see that these herbs line up with the fruit of the Holy Spirit, 
You see, if I have the fruit of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to be the person of God that I need to be. And I'm going to be effective with the people around me because they're going to see the kind of fruit that I'm bearing and they're going to want to try, try a taste of that. That's what Jesus says. You will know them by their fruits. And he's saying, I need to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Just to finish off the verse, it says, with all the chief spices. And I've been contemplating this for a long time, but I think I understand what he's saying here. And that is, in Romans chapter 12, 6 to 8, he names seven different gifts which God gives the church. You have one of these seven different gifts, which you need to put into practice, which is going to be a blessing to the church. Not everybody's a teacher. Not everybody's an encourager. Not everybody's a giver. Find which one of these seven gifts and put it into practice. And you'll feel to, that you're more of an active part of the church. Get, the seven, get one of the seven gifts going. Get the fruit of the Holy Spirit growing in your life. Learn to share those things with others. And you're going to grow and be the person of God that God wants you to be. And you're going to be richer and stronger as a Christian. And that's what we have to share with you today. Thank you.